Hi, I'm Sean, and you're watching Journey to the Hills. This podcast is all about entrepreneurship and documenting my journey to success. Make sure you guys go ahead and follow my socials at Sean Mori on Instagram and Twitter. That is S-E-A-N-M-O-U-R-E-Y. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome back to another podcast, everyone. I'm here with James Rossman, and uh, we're sitting here, yeah, we're about to record a podcast. And he's pretty big in e-com. And yeah, James, if you want to go ahead and introduce any socials or anything you have, and we'll jump right into the podcast, man. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, so my Instagram is uh, at james.rsmn. Uh, I'm not really active on Insta right now, so message me on Telegram at ecomgod. Uh, nice little username there. Pretty lucky I got that. 100%, bro. And yeah. So I guess we'll jump straight into it, kind of like how we, uh, or before that, kind of, dude, this podcast was supposed to come a while back, but I I guess you guys could probably see I haven't been on the podcast too much, been focusing on some other stuff, but we were, we were planning this podcast like four months ago, bro, and we're finally here recording <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. And so, yeah, now to jump into the podcast, kind of first section, we start off every podcast, kind of just how... Uh, how your story with e-com was not not necessarily just e-com just entrepreneurship in general when you started making money to where you're at now and i'll let you i'll let you do the talking man and i'll just kind of intervene and ask some questions on the way for sure for sure um first of all thank you man uh, it's a pleasure to be on this podcast um and i mean i would say in terms of uh getting into the whole entrepreneurship thing uh, I've always kind of been, I've always been selling something, right? Uh, I mean, I remember when I was four. Uh, well, I don't remember it that well. It was more my parents uh, telling me, you know, everything. I used to, I used to sell um, like old newspapers. So basically, I would, be, I'd, I'd go find, uh, you know, I'd ask my grandma or my mum or somebody. I would uh, ask them for old newspapers, anything that was lying around the house. I actually used to. Um, go into my sister's room, I used to steal uh, some of her stuff and I'd uh, get a little blanket, I'd go to the beach um, and uh, there's a little promenade, I would sit there and I'd basically just try and sell this stuff and uh, all these all these old people, they would always feel really sorry for me and uh, I'd, actually, I'd actually make a few euros doing that so um, that was basically one thing I that's kind of where I started, right? That was uh, a little bit um, yeah, that, that was a little bit of a <laughs> stepping stone there. And, Perfect. um, yeah, man, then I basically, what did I do next? You know, I've always, I've, I used to do eBay. Um, when I was like 12, I got into eBay. Um, I, it was the same thing there. So I used to kind of just sell everything that was around the house. Um, I used to sell a lot of my mum's like, fashion stuff fashion items kind of <laughs> so yeah she just kind of wanted to get rid of some stuff and i'll just sell it for her uh i also used to run instagram pages so i used to i did that for about two years um i kind of just did it as a little side thing i didn't quite know what i wanted to do right so i always knew that i just wanted to you know i never wanted to work for somebody else that was also that was just basically the the fundamentals right but I didn't quite know what I wanted to do so I did a lot of things um one of them being 
running Instagram pages, Amazon, eBay, um, you know, just reselling basically. And then uh, eventually I got into, I got into drop shipping, um, mainly through running these Instagram pages. And also um, I got recommended quite a lot of Seb's videos. Uh, so Sebastian, how do you spell his, uh, how, do you, how do you pronounce the second name? I can never quite get that. Um, uh, Sebastian G- Esquerda? Oh, no, no, the other one. The, uh, other, one. Uh, the other one, yeah, it's uh, G-G. It's got like a Georgia? really Italian name. I don't know. Yeah, Georgia, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, I know yeah. Sounds talking. pretty Italian. Something, something, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah. So um, he kind of got me into e-com, I'd say, and um, also just, uh, yeah, a little bit, you know, on Instagram and whatnot. Um, I did eventually get quite a few people just uh, showing me these products, and uh, they wanted me to post them on my story, um, and... I kind of just, I kind of, you know, it, it kind of got me into it a little bit. I kind of wanted to do that myself, right? Because I've been selling, you know, products as it is, as it is kind of a little bit. So uh, I wanted to get more into actually building a website. And, uh, you know, from, I'd say from my nature, I'm very creative. So I think uh, I definitely, you know, when I first got into e-com, I got a bit of a head start there in terms of uh, building websites and stuff. I've always just been really creative. I've always just had that eye. Uh, so, you know, I was able to get into that quite, quite nicely. And uh, yeah, man, that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of a little run through of um, how I kind of eventually got into dropshipping. Perfect, bro. So um, what, uh, in what way did uh, Instagram pages uh, spark your interest for dropshipping? Because I know a lot of people actually went through that route and it did spark their interest for e-commerce. And I just want to know what, what what was it for you? Was it just people like DMing you for promotions, or how did it spark your interest for it? Yeah, yeah. So I got a few DMs um, for promos, and uh, I think I forgot what was it. One one time, a guy um, he did send me some creatives for a promo, and you know, I took a look at his product, and I just thought it's the coolest product in the world. Um, damn it, I can't I can't remember what it was again, but uh i think that just got you know I, at that point i really i looked at this product right and i li- i just wanted to i just wanted to sell that shit <laughs> like uh you know i didn't i didn't want to be selling i didn't really want to be you know, instagram it was really it was a very very time consuming and um one thing i really didn't i didn't particularly like about it is just the amount of uh manual work you'd have to do and especially the amount of people, you know, you're just always messaging people and uh, all of that. And then also all the manual work with uh, physically selling, like listing, I don't know, let's just say this t-shirt on eBay. I didn't like that. Um, it was just, yeah, it was a lot of hard work. And then I saw kind of, uh, you know, these people, they had these websites. All they did was just, uh, you know, message me, message influencers. Uh, and, you know, as soon as they've got the website up, basically they just need to message people get the influencers, get the marketing right, and then they're just getting sales, right? And that just, uh, you know, it definitely seemed like the way to go. And uh, also selling cool products that I like, you know, um, also also a little plus point there, so. Yeah, bro, that's, uh, if you if you don't mind me asking, uh, what year was this? What, what year did you kind of start dabbling into it? Were you running these uh, Instagram pages? What year? Uh, that was 2016, I think. 
Yeah, oh, so you got it. So you got an e-commerce. Yeah, so you got an e-com pretty early then, huh? Um, yeah, I wouldn't say that was really e-com. Um, I would say, I mean, I got into actual e-com in. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, like uh, yeah, kind of because I was doing eBay, right? But that's not. I don't know if you would. Cons- yeah, you. That's kind of oh, e-com. Yeah, right, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. When did you get into like full like e-commerce? Like you're making Shopify stores and stuff like that. Um, do you remember? So I got into that. Yeah, yeah. So I got into that last year. So I didn't actually get into Shopify till quite late. Okay. Um, okay. I got into that October last year. So exactly a year ago now. Um, I started to, uh, you know, build websites and everything, and um, everything popped off around. Uh, no, what was it? March, end of March. I found my first winner, and since then, I literally just haven't stopped. Uh, you know, grinding and. Uh, getting new winners, uh, yeah, everything, you know, that comes with building an e-commerce business. Feel that. How long uh, would you say since you started uh, since you started bu- building these sites, how long do you think it took you to see, like, your first bit of success? Because I know in the beginning it's a lot of losing and people really can't handle that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely, it's so discouraging at the, at the start. So originally... Um, I mean, I had about a thousand euros to start, right? And uh, I basically, uh, this was in October and I would just, I would run ads, not really knowing what I'm doing. Um, I tested, uh, in the end, it was 11 products on seven different stores. Mm -hmm. I actually went the one product store method right at the start because that's what all the gurus were saying, you know, one product store, one product store. Uh, Worst thing ever. Like I literally went straight into one product stores and every single one of them failed funny thing is when i actually first started my first general store that popped off but you know one product so yeah yeah honestly yeah a big problem like i don't you know one product stores are dope for branding and stuff but a, a problem uh i guess it takes a while so like you'd set up a product right and if it fails and you have to set up a whole new store whole new domain everything you know what i'm talking about so it's like if you go the general route to test a product, I think in the beginning that like, I think it's better, personally. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think you need to you need to test. Like first, you need to you need to find those winners first and actually verify those winners. And if you start off straight with a with a one product store like I did, uh, quite it's just it's just a stupid way to start. I mean, I definitely uh, you know <laughs> regret starting that way because it was so much hard work and so much waste of time as well. If I just went into a general store as my first store and tested, uh, you know, loads of products, then you can easily turn these products into branded one product on each stores afterwards once you know their winners, right? For sure. What does your uh, friends and family think about you going into this when you when um, you started? Uh, I guess well, both ways when you started failing and when you started seeing success. What did you, or yeah, just as you went into like this entrepreneurship, what did they, what did they really think about it? Did they think it was kind of more of a, like a phase, quote unquote? Um, yeah, kind of, right. So I always, um, you know, when I, when I used to, when I was little and I did my little, like, uh, uh, when I was like really little, right, everyone kind of, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of people in my family, they kind of, they knew I was going to get into, uh, you know, selling and, and whatnot but um 
you know, I, I did kind of do these things in phases, right? So I did eBay in a phase. I did that for like two years. That was more of a phase. Um, I made a little bit of money from that. Um, I, yeah, basically my family, they would always just see it as, uh, you know, you're, you're trying, but it's very difficult and it's going to take you a long time if you want to reach something big, right? Uh, and you know, not a lot of people actually believed in me because I also did a lot of things. Uh, and obviously, you know, like we all do, I failed at a lot of things. So, um, you know, for the people in my family who didn't necessarily, uh, you know, who haven't got that experience um, in, like my mum, she, she, she actually, um, you know, she's an entrepreneur herself, um, or she used That's to real. be more of one. Yeah, so she kind of, she's the only one in my family really who, who does that. So she always saw the kind of the potential there kind of, right? But everyone else in my family, they didn't have that experience with, uh, you know, anything to do with business, sales, anything like that, right? So they just, they were kind of like, uh, yeah, just keep trying, <laughs> basically, if you get what I mean. They kind of, they, they didn't really believe it. Uh, yeah. Feel that. 100% bro. Um, yeah. Uh, did you, if I, if I can ask you, did you ever kind of dabble with like flipping stuff? I know how you said you flip stuff on eBay, but would you ever like kind of like just buy sneakers for say and flip them? Did you do that kind of thing? Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely. It was more electronics for me. Like, uh, you know, talking about that right in front of me, I have, uh, one of the products that I, that I used to flip. So I just, it was, it's actually a sound bar. Um, Pretty pretty bad soundbar, not gonna lie. But it's a I got it cheap, so <laughs> it's a Polaroid soundbar, right? I used to kind of flip things like that. Um, it wasn't like a lot of profit, but you know, for me at the time, I was like, what, 14, 13, 14? Um, especially when I did this, uh, you know, soundbar flipping, I did that a few times. I made like 20, 20 pounds profit on that, so that's like twenty five dollars, uh, which was you know a good amount for me at that time. Yeah. What do you think? Oh, I'm gonna get closer to the mic. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, what do you think the future for, I guess, the online world is? Because as as everyone knows now, this whole pandemic thing, it's it's grown like it's like doubled, tripled, and I just want to know oh, what yeah. you what you, what are your opinions and insights on where do you think this online world's gonna go to? So I think uh, if you ask me. E-commerce is definitely not stopping anytime soon. Um, so I actually live, I live in Germany, right? And unlike the UK, the US, uh, Canada, um, the German economy is still very much, you know, they still buy in stores, right? But you can really see they have shifted big time recently. Um, I mean, you couldn't even, you couldn't always necessarily even buy with credit cards in Germany. They would look at you weird if you bought with a credit card in store, right? Um, but... I think everything's just going more, you know, the German economy is, uh, here's a little tip for anybody who might even speak German or is big into e-com. Uh, the German economy right now, uh, the German market, it's, it's just, it's just great for e-commerce. Uh, you know, you really want to get into it. Um, a lot of opportunity here because they're kind of transitioning into it pretty, pretty quickly right now with uh, the whole pandemic thing. Uh, unlike the US, they've always kind of been more into it, but the German market, they don't, they don't know the difference between an e-commerce store, like a, um, well, not an e-commerce store, a, a like a typical drop shipping store, and uh, you know they they buy they buy 
uh, from, from crappy stores if you are doing that. I wouldn't recommend doing that, but um, they're, pretty, they're pretty easy. Let's just put it like that. Uh, and in terms of what I, you know, other things I see in the future, it would definitely be AI. It's, uh, you know, a massive thing. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen recently the uh, AI influencers. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty big potential there. Um, you know, you can build a, an agency specializing in AI influencers and things like that. The amount of reach there is insane. Uh, it's, uh, everything's going digital, honestly. Anything to have AI or, um, or uh, you know, even AR, that's pretty big. You can even get into that if you're into, like, uh, you know, let's say the fashion industry. Yeah, it's actually really funny that you mentioned that with, uh, in Germany, if you paid, you said if you paid with a credit card, they kind of give you a funny look. It's, yeah, yeah. It's kind of, it's not yet here in the US, but it's it's pretty much opposite. It's, you see pretty much everyone paying with credit. And it's, after the, after the pandemic hit, after, you're seeing everyone just starting using credit. And it's, I'm thinking maybe the dirtiness of money, but at first, but honestly it's completely shifted it's like almost a lot of stores don't even accept cash anymore where was that hold on i was somewhere was i was oh i was in a i was in a fast food restaurant a burger place i was going to pay and they're like yeah we don't we accept cash but we can't give you change they don't they like they don't want you to use cash anymore it's so weird so it's like if if your burger's fourteen ten and you give them fifteen, or if you, if your burger's fourteen ten and you and you give them twenty, they won't give you your six back. It's it's pretty weird the way the way everything's shifting. I've been noticing it, and it's extremely yeah. funny how you notice that in Germany. Yeah, that's it's pretty it's pretty it's big crazy. in Germany. Yeah. Yeah, it's very notable, noticeable here because before, you know, nobody would really pay with card. I mean, that was just, uh, you know, Germans just didn't do that. And uh, now everyone everyone is paying with card, you know. It's it's a pretty, pretty huge change here. I used to live in the UK and uh, there it was still kind of normal before to pay with card um, or a lot more normal than it was compared to Germany. And, uh, you know... Pretty, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy all the changes happening right now, especially, I think... Uh, crazy how the world works, bro. Oh, yeah. Crazy how quickly it's changed as well. I think, uh, you know, crypto is also going to be a pretty big thing in the next few years. You know, a lot, a lot of people, they didn't really... People have forgotten about it, right? I mean, it was big in 20, 2017 and stuff, but there's a lot of opportunity with, with blockchain and stuff. I mean, I hate to be that guy to, you know, um, just ramble on about Bitcoin and stuff, Uh but you know, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty big thing. It's uh, you know something you should definitely take what a look at and study a little bit. Yeah, if you. I'm if gonna you be honest with you, bro. I I don't think I've ever. I mean, I've heard stuff about it, but I've never really looked into it. I've always wanted to. I don't think I've never really go full force into it, but I've always wanted to just kind of study it and see see how it works. I remember something about Bitcoin mining or something like that and how there's no more Bitcoins can be produced. Uh-huh, yeah, pretty yeah. Good how that can, I guess, counter interact uh, inflation in the U.S. economy. But yeah. I don't know. It's, you got to learn about everything, man. Even if you don't want to dabble into it, I think honestly just learning is really important. It's like 
just learn about it you know it's like I, I know about a lot of things that I'm not into or I was once into and I'm not into anymore and I think just having just knowledge for some some past and some I guess some I don't know how to really word it, some different business ideas different just difference <laughs> I guess in yeah, general yeah. Yeah, if, I can't find the word right now but just knowing a lot about everything yeah it's really good man it's it's oh 100% I I absolutely love uh one thing I absolutely love to do right um I just love to speak to people because every single person on this planet is different with different experiences with different knowledge with uh that you know everyone's different right and there's something you can learn from everybody even with a five minute combo like uh you know you can definitely you can learn a lot. I also, I, I speak to a lot of, um, I, I basically, I live in this little town in Germany where about 99% of people who live here are just old people, right? So you, you have a lot of um, interactions with old people and not going to lie, um, it's pretty interesting. You know, a lot of, a lot of the things uh, you actually, I love how you, yeah. yeah, just, you know, just speaking to them as well because not a lot of people like generally... That. You know, generally people don't really, you gotta, you gotta think, right? These people, they, they've been, they've seen a lot. They know a lot. They, they're definitely more intelligent than, you know, us. Uh, uh, you're, you're, how old are you, man? You're 16? I'm in high school. Yeah, I'm in high school, man. Oh, uh, no. So I'm also 17. So, you know, we're basically, you know, we, we really have like such little knowledge in comparison to them. They can probably predict the future better than us because they've really experienced, uh, everything you know all the changes right and it's, it's just interesting yeah. you know you get a lot of insight right i love how you brought that up because it's honestly it's like they're what 4x our age and if you just sit down and have a conversation with them you could you could just see how much stuff they've experienced and a lot of people tend to like quote-unquote neglect what they say because i guess i'm gonna be honest with you man a lot of people our age are pretty stuck in their ways and yeah, they think what they think what they know is the right way and sure a lot of it can be right but i feel like learning from different people and different experiences and talking with different people from different backgrounds and just learning just as you said everyone's different in their own way everyone has a different like, have had different experiences in life and a lot of people our age man and i'd say pretty much millennials not not really but our age pretty much a lot of people are just stuck in their ways and they just they have no intentions to learn from anyone else besides their kind of quote-unquote click and who they're who they kind of associate themselves with like entrepreneurs only want to learn from entrepreneurs and I feel like a lot of people should really just kind of take that ego out of them and sit down and have conversations with just normal people man older people especially yeah. They have a lot of lot of knowledge, man, and I don't I think people agree more. quite understand. I don't think people quite understand that. Exactly, exactly. I think it's also one thing I notice a lot. Um, I notice these changes in a lot of people who are kind of I kind of started with right in in the whole. Um, I would say you know ecom journey, entrepreneurship journey. They kind of turn into these. Uh, you know, they really they close their mind up a lot, kind of when they when they start making money and they they get very kind of arrogant like they they you know they stopped learning and uh taking in like let's say they stopped speaking to people who who are making less money to them more or less uh you know so there's some people who actually who um 
who do that. And it, I think it's just one of the worst things you can do, right? I mean, um, I'm personally open to speak to absolutely anybody because I think one of the most important things you can do as a business person, if you're selling a product, is to actually speak to your consumer, right? To speak to that person mm. who's uh, even on that nine to five. And, you know, a lot of people, they block out. They Like you said, they just speak to people who are... Um, either on their level or on a higher level. And I agree with that. I think that's very good. But you should also, you need, you need to know who you're, who um, I would say, especially in e-commerce, you're selling to so many people across the world. You just need to know who you're selling to, how they think, uh, you know, how you can even get ideas, you know, speak. And, you know, I never ever really kind of block a certain person or a certain group of people, Um just because, uh, because you know, my ego, right? Um, I think that's that's one of the worst things you can do. Yeah, I, I honestly, I couldn't agree more. And uh, what was the point? Oh, yeah, I wanted to bring up, like, honestly, have you seen Elon Musk? Like, he's one of the, I think he was, like, top three. Top, he's top five richest men in the world. And the fact that he goes out of his way, I've heard this, I don't know exactly where I heard this. But I was reading an article on it, and he knows everyone in the factory, in the Tesla factory's name. He knows the janitor's name. He has conversations with the janitor. <laughs> and it, I, I think people honestly just need to lose their ego sometimes, man, and just have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. You could be making what he makes in a minute, but you having that arrogance not to talk to him because you are you think you're better than them is, dude it's you just gotta just be just be open to talk to people man and that's why i honestly i love i love talking to people if you hit my dms i'll 100 percent respond to you unless you're trying to sell me something <laughs> but <laughs> uh, too many I, of those man <laughs> yeah i mean not even like on an e-commerce like if you're just like yo how's your day man i'll completely respond to you i love talking to people and i think that's one of the most important things is being open yeah, gotta be open to talk to people, and it's yeah. I, I'm so happy you brought that up, man, because that that was that was a great point. I feel like people do definitely need to be open and lose their ego sometimes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think it's I think it's very important. Um, I mean, I I personally, you know, I've I've had the odd thought about um, starting my own podcast because personally, I love to I love to just learn, right? And I love to speak to people and I love to, I'm quite, I'm just generally quite a social person. So I do like to just learn about other people and have, have fun. Um, and, you know, I, I definitely don't like, I, you know, we discussed earlier as well, right, um, that there's definitely a big line between, there's two routes you can really go. You can go the silent route, you can go the, the guru route, but mm-hmm. um I think yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's very, it's very, it's very good. Uh, like I, I quite, I have a lot of respect for, um, you know, r- you running this podcast. It's definitely, it's, it's, that, it's pretty, it's uh, pretty, it's pretty good. Um, it's pretty. Um, trying to find the word right now. <laughs> oh, damn, I've been living in Germany now for so long. Genuinely <laughs> forgetting, like, yeah, I've been living. <laughs> it's actually oh. you, you bringing that up. It's kind of crazy how this podcast came it was pretty much just dude it was on a whim i was working out right and all of a sudden i had this idea it was like podcast 
So I DM yeah, my friend, yeah. a really close friend of mine. I DM my friend. I was like, yo, because he, he actually started a podcast, but he's not really too into it. He just kind of records it, talks about life and stuff. And so I was like, dude, I need to do this. So I DM them. I was like, dude, I'm going to start a podcast. He was like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, I'm going to start it. And he was like, do you have a name for it? And I sent him like five, six names. I think the first name was like, I was like journey to a million. I think was the first name I came up. I was like, dude, that's not going to work. Cause it's like, you know, yeah, it's not going to work. So I DM him all these names and he was like, dude, journey to the hills. It's the mission. The hills represents, you know, the, the pinnacle of success. I was like, dude, this is amazing. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. So that day after I got out, uh, working out, I went straight to my computer set it up i had no plans i was like dude first po- first podcast i'm gonna do is with you we're gonna record one so from then man it just it's been fun i as you said i love doing it just for just talking to people having fun as as you said it's not on some guru stuff i'm just chilling here having a conversation not really trying to teach you how to grow your ROAS or trying to sell you on a course or anything i never <laughs> will i never will do that just sitting here the podcast man talking to james right now it's freaking 9 44 in the morning uh it's life's great man just sometimes you just gotta you gotta go on the intuition just go out on a whim i'm oh, glad yeah. i'm glad i'm glad i sent that dm to my friend being like i'm gonna start one and me sending it was like i gotta do it now because i put it out there and yeah crazy how you brought that up <laughs> you yeah, man, yeah not gonna lie I'm, I'm thinking you know maybe i do want to start a podcast as well in the future i would probably i'd probably wait um till next year though because I'm, I'm so busy right now i honestly wouldn't even have time to to uh start it right now but you know i think it's definitely something i'd be interested in yeah it's been a great decision i love doing it how's That's your How's life out in Germany now? Because you said you were you were born in the UK, right? Yeah, I was born in the UK. Yeah, and then I moved out to Germany. So, um, at, what, pretty, at what age did you move? Um, so I lived in the UK uh, until. So basically, right, I I was born in the UK at ten days old. I moved to mm-hmm. Germany. Um, I lived there for six years. Uh, so I learned basic German, um, and then I moved back to the UK for 10 years so Mm -hmm. 16 years old moved to germany i've been here now for uh exactly a year and uh i'm absolutely loving it here so uh it's the one thing i don't like about it though um you know like i said i live in like a little town kind of in northern Mm -hmm. germany it's very nice here really nice but there's nobody if you want to if you want to you know meet some people who are kind of uh also kind of more up there, I would say. So, you know, entrepreneurs or um, any just successful people in general, you just won't really meet them here because, you know, that there's just, yeah, that you just uh, don't really kind of see these type of people here. You need to go to a city. And, and you yeah, know, that's one thing that I'd say is missing here. But um, it's a good thing about, about uh, Insta, you know, Telegram. 100%, bro. I've met pretty much, dude, I'd say I've met solid how many solid half of the people from telegram bro crazy oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. Same here. Same here. i've always wanted to visit europe oh i I haven't today i haven't but i'd love to i have a couple places we'll talk about that later on in the podcast but dude i'd love yeah to. yeah <laughs> europe's worth a visit definitely oh it, it's gorgeous bro it's gorgeous 
What really okay. ins- Yeah. It's I love it. <laughs> it's so I don't know. I've I've always wanted to visit. I think London, if you wanna if you wanna meet some people in e com as well. Uh, London is kind of like the meeting point, I'd say, in Europe. Uh, it's definitely like it's definitely worth a visit, man. There's some there's some good people out in London. I definitely want to hit a couple of those. But I'm I'm a big beach guy, kind of a more of that sunny, tropical, not really tropical, but like sunny beach area, nice weather. And Spain has always intrigued me. Love Spain. Oh, Spain, yeah. You got to go to Greece, man. You got to go to Greece. <laughs> Greece, yeah. Greece is. I heard Greece, like traveling to Greece, like cost of living is pretty cheap. Like you can travel to Greece for not that expensive. Yeah, there are some cheap places out here. I know, I know, uh, plane tickets are pretty expensive because it's like what 12, 14 hour flight. (laughs) Yeah, but. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's definitely pretty far. Hey, but I'm coming to uh, Cali hopefully next year. So, um, you know, it's also, it's also a beach and, uh, you know, that's pretty much the, it's the goal, you know, um, to get to the hills, right? That's, the, that's what the podcast is about. So I'm definitely planning on, on heading out there uh, next year. Hopefully hopefully everything is going to be a little bit better with the whole COVID situation, you know. Uh, I pray, bro. I don't know. I don't know how much longer this thing could go for. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who mainly that's inspired you? Who inspired me? My bad. Um, yeah. I know, problem, man. Um, Who's that I one person? Say, that one person, right? My biggest inspiration right now is actually Luke All at Luke All on uh, Insta. You know Luke All? Luke no, All in. What? Let me look up his uh, his Instagram. What is it? Um, I think it's at Luke All In. Um, oh no, that was his old at. I think it's just at Luke All now. Um, Luke All. Yeah, dude's oh, a legend. Luke A-L-L. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he's he's also from LA, so. I've never seen it. Yeah, he makes some pretty pretty dope content, honestly. He's also big into e-com. Um, he's automated. I love that content, man. So, yeah, I know. It's pretty cool. That's what I, I want to do. I've always, to, yeah, I've, I've had a big passion for uh, just cameras and videography. I've never pursued it. I've never really, like, went out, bought a $2,000 camera, a drone. I don't have a drone. I've always wanted to, like, kind of just record those videos. I always saw them, like, really cool, and I just, like... As a hobby, I don't mind doing it. It seems pretty cool. Even if I just like make it for myself, it seems seems oh, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. I used to I actually used to I still have, I still have the YouTube channel. I used to do that for like uh like travel videos. So whenever I went on a on a holiday, I would basically make a little a little video about it and it was uh <laughs> it was pretty it was actually a lot of fun. So I'm definitely gonna do that again yeah. in the future, you know, when I'm traveling a lot more and stuff. He's saying that I actually um I have a GoPro and I, I record all my trips on it and I kind of just throw it into iMovie and I just edit it and I don't post them anywhere. I just have them on iMovie and it's crazy how every year, every year that goes by, you go back and you watch the video and you're watching videos from like three years ago and it's crazy how much oh, you change, yeah. how much life change. It's, that's what I love about pictures and videos. Uh, yeah, yeah. A picture tells a million, a million words, right? But a video tells an infinite amount of words. And I love just going back and watching it. It's it's really cool. It's really neat just to go back and see what you were doing in middle school. You know what I'm talking about? It's Yeah, it's I get you, crazy. Man. 100%. Um, I actually have a question for you real quick. Do you, do you write down um, 
things like do you have a planner where you write everything down kind of uh, all your business yep. ideas everything that's awesome I think, that's awesome i think i think getting a getting a notebook to write in was one of the one of the one of the smarter decisions that i've made man it's oh yeah i don't know where i don't know where i, I saw the idea for it but i've had a notebook i basically uh i've gone through a couple now I just ordered another one, actually. But uh, I basically have a notebook. It's on the left side. It's like what I have to do today, like record a podcast with James. You know what I'm talking about? And it's like yeah, stuff I yeah. have to fill out throughout the day. And then uh, on the like next to it, it's like any ideas that I had, any like planning I have for the future. And then under it is kind of a reflection of the day. I've I've been really doing this lately, and it's it's pretty cool reflecting on what you did today, what you didn't do, and what you can improve. And I don't know, man. It's been it's been great. Hell yeah! I would definitely say for anyone you know listening to this podcast right now, if you you really like, if you don't have one already, get a planner and just write down. Um, so not only your goals, so your monthly goals, weekly goals, and obviously daily goals. So you want what you want to achieve uh, today. And I've been doing this now for exactly a year, and just looking back at you know. He's Even on way goals, <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's actually one of the. It's just you don't realize how far you've actually come until you until you actually you know visualize what kind of stuff you're doing on a day to day basis a year ago. Like it's actually crazy. It it just you got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah, I, that's one thing I wish I hopped on a little earlier. I feel like I would be a a lot more ahead because for me, when I write something down in writing, it um it's kind of more permanent for me. Like if it's like, all right, like in the beginning, it's like, all right, I'm going to contact Facebook support today. Dude, contacting support would always be a problem because I always get like, dude, they're going to, whatever. But like putting stuff down (laughs) in writing, putting stuff down in writing, man, it's honestly just, it makes you want to do it more because I don't know. It's something like, I don't know, something mentally, but when I write something down, I usually... 99% 99% of the time I do it because it's it's more of a, I guess it's kind of a pride thing, honestly. It's like, I want to do this because I wrote it down. I'm not going to fail myself today. I agree. Just putting that massive fat check mark uh, mm-hmm. or that, you know, crossing out whatever you do. It's just a good feeling, you know, you just got that task out of the way, especially if you get the most difficult task out of the way, you know, something that you really just didn't want to do. It's just a good feeling, you know, it's, uh, it's that whole dopamine thing. Yeah. 100% bro it's I'd say yeah I'd recommend if you have a journal laying around you don't even have to buy one you can find like a bunch of paper loose paper but if you have like a notebook laying around just dude just do it it's hey if you don't like it no big deal it's but it's I've me and James find it pretty interesting we find it to work and yeah I mess with oh, it oh yeah it's definitely yeah. good. I've also I've recently been doing one thing. It just I've I'm so much more productive since I've been doing this. So um, basically, I note down in like mm-hmm. hashtag one, hashtag two, hashtag three. So one, two, three, four, four. You know, um, I basically write my tasks down in complete order, and then I have one most important task of the day. I highlight that in like bright uh, bright yellow, and I need to get that out of the way like first thing, and it's always the biggest task, right? or the tasks that I don't want to do. And it's just such a good feeling because right at the start of the day, you get the biggest task out of the, out of the way. And not only is it a great feeling, but it also just sets the mood for the day, right? You, 
you've gotten the most difficult things out of the way. Not only can you chill then later on in the day, but you can also, you know, you just you're just in that in that you're in the zone, right? Like if you get what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and I think uh, honestly, I was I was about to bring that up. Uh, there's this guy I watch on YouTube a lot. His name is Ryan Serhant. Ryan Serhant, uh, big real estate guy. I love real oh, estate. I'm a big. I'm a big fan of real estate. But uh, oh, same as he always he always preaches. Uh, do the most difficult, the task that annoys you the most first thing, and it will completely change the outcome of your day. And it's yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you do the first? Uh, what the hell? Uh, my bad. Uh, why wouldn't you do the? <laughs> why wouldn't you do the most? Uh, the most difficult task first. It it clears up your day because, for example, if you have this daunting task at the end of the day, it's as you're going throughout your day, you're not going to have a clear head. You're going to always be focusing on this task that I need to do later. But if you knock out the task early in the morning, rest of your day is free. Not free, but free-minded. And yeah. Exactly, exactly. I, I definitely, I highly recommend it. I also uh, recommend... Just writing down your monthly and your yearly goals. It's quite, it's quite. Um, I would say, you know, you can't always be at the end of the month. Uh, uh, there's a lot of the time where I just, I just can't be bothered to write a whole list, right? Because I have a whole, like, I have an A4 bit of paper and I write down every single goal. Um, it is a little bit time consuming because I always, I always think about these goals as well. Like, what's, what's big? What makes me feel uncomfortable? But what's achievable at the same time? Um, but it, it really just changes the outcome of, uh, you know, how how the month kind of goes and also the year. Like, uh, you know, some people do yearly goals and stuff, but, you know, I've got my yearly goals. I've absolutely smashed them. I smashed them like halfway through. Um, dude, that's I, that's yeah. not very good, but... <laughs> I got it. You know, I got it. Yeah. Dude, I had a... I, ha- I have a notes that I make every year and I made one. I don't know if I'll ever post it, but I made one. I... December 31st, 2019. I'll try to find it right now. But I was going through it like a month ago. And I, dude, I've can destroyed them. And it's <laughs> it's crazy. And I, I didn't think I would be able to do them, but crazy. If someone gave crazy. you hundred if someone give you a hundred thousand dollars, right? I ask I ask a lot of people this question, but if someone gave you a hundred thousand dollars, how would you multiply it? Uh, how would I multiply it? So firstly, um, starting with the basics, I wouldn't spend anything. Um, I know a lot of people, they would just go ahead and buy that, that I don't know, that, that Gucci t-shirt or some, or some crap. Uh, but mm-hmm. I would go straight ahead, I'd put, hmm, I mean, as I'm not 18 yet, I'd probably, I would try and invest, I would invest into real estate if I was over 18. I would try and get that into real estate. Uh, otherwise, because I'm under 18, I would just go straight ahead and just uh, build, build, build brands. I've got so many just insane, insane ideas for brands and products that just, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty, let's just say they're, they're very ambitious. And I think mm-hmm. I can definitely multiply that, that 100K quite a lot if, if, you know, with the right idea and with the right execution, you can easily turn that 100K into, you know, millions. I mean, you just need the right, you just need the execution, the idea, uh, you, need, you need a team in place, uh, you need a system in place. These things are pretty easy to set up once you know how to set them up, right? Um, and then you can, you, yeah, it, it's, it's pretty crazy what you, can, what you can really do once you know uh, kind of your way around, 
around things, I'd say, right? Yeah. I, I feel like just the aesthetic of just the, the pride of building a brand is it's really cool. It's Oh yeah. yeah I, love I definitely it. I, love it. I have some ideas as, as you do too. I I definitely want to execute them. Uh, Same here, man. Pretty excited, pretty excited. All right, so uh, if you had one place to visit, where would it be? One place to visit? I'd say, I'd say LA. That's where everyone's at, right? Yeah. Uh, for me, I'd probably visit... There's a ton of places I want to go to, man. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I'd love to go to Monaco. Oh, Monaco, yeah. Love to go to uh, Saint Tropez. Uh, love to go to Marbella. Dude, there's a whole, there's a lot of places I want to go to. Oh, What's yeah. your favorite? I've also, I've got a whole okay. list of. Um, oh yeah, yeah I've, written, I've written I've written all these places down. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, What's your favorite book? Everything down now. I never used to, but my favorite book. Uh, yeah. That's a good question. Um, I would say cashvertising has just been quite useful. Um, cashvertising. Well, let me add yeah, that to it's my pretty. It's definitely yeah, very good for marketing. Cashvertising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely good. Um, I don't know. There's, there's, I'm not a huge reader, but I would also say Rich Dad Poor, Poor Dad has actually been quite a good book. Um, I listen more to podcasts though than books, to be honest, because I, I have a pretty short attention span. I have problems with, with focusing down on a certain task for a certain amount of time. And uh, when it comes to reading, that's definitely, uh, you know, it's, I'd say I find it difficult to actually get through a book. So what I do is I listen to more audio books and, and podcasts. But in terms of my favorite, I would say Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Cashvertising. Uh, I can definitely recommend those. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the topic of, are you a big car guy? You like cars? Oh, I love cars. Yeah. What's your What's your dream car? The car that you need to have? All of them. <laughs> uh, literally, yeah. I have quite a few. I would say I would definitely say. I mean, the goal for me in the next in the next uh, year, like I'd say a year from now, I'd like to have a Chevy Camaro. I think it's just such a cool car. Um, that's definitely that's 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 the goal for now. I would say you know in the future I don't know I, I just love cars. I want to try. I want to rent cars. I want to lease cars. I just want to try loads of different cars and uh, you know G wagon, hundred uh, percent Hurricane. You know, dude, Camaros <laughs> are dope. Would I like an SS or what do you want? Like an SS ZL one. Zo one, Zo one, I'd say. Yeah, that's pretty it's crazy, bro. Six hundred fifty horsepower, six hundred fifty pound feet of torque. It's crazy. Dude, I, that I mean, thing spins I'd, I'd at hundred. <laughs> yeah, it's actually insane. I feel, I, I always feel sorry for my insurance. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, American cars are crazy, man. It's they're like the way they're built. It's not like you know Italian cars where six hundred fifty horsepower is like, dude, it's lightning. Like, of course, the Camaro six hundred fifty horsepower is crazy fast. But like American cars, bro, they're fun. Like they, they're the wheels spin. Like, dude, you'd be you'd be you'd be losing traction at hundred miles an hour. It's 
American cars are, are a different breed, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%, man. That's why I love them, though. Um, you don't really see them as well that much in Europe. That's why, you know, driving around in a Camaro, you just, uh, it's just also a bit of a different car to have here, right? Like, everyone has Mercedes in Germany, especially. I, th- I think it's quite funny. In the right. US, you would really flex with a Mercedes, right? In Germany, pretty much everyone has Mercedes. And I just think that's pretty, that's pretty funny. Like, everyone's just, uh, you know, like, uh, yo, got my Mercedes. <laughs> Dude, I love German then, cars. Yeah, they're actually the best, man, honestly. It's crazy. That's funny that you say that. Just the difference in, uh, and I guess in social norms, how it's normal for you guys over there. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. Everyone's always, uh, you know, flexing in their Mercedes and stuff. And here, everyone, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mums drive their kids to school in a Mercedes. It's pretty, pretty common. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, what areas do you see yourself going into? You like, like real estate, stocks? Uh, I don't know anything. Uh, definitely, any definitely real estate. Uh, so that's okay. one thing I really want to get into. I also want to, want to, you know, have some long-term investments on the side. Uh, my brother, he actually, uh, you know, he's getting into investing and whatnot, and um, we we talk about that every now and then. You know, it's pretty it's pretty interesting, especially right now. You know, there's so many opportunities and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, All right. real estate and investing. Perfect. I love real estate, man. All right. Wow, we're 50 minutes into this. Dude, we started off the story in real like five minutes. I was like, hmm, this could be a short podcast. But, dude, look at us now. <laughs> 50 <laughs> minutes in, we got one section to go. But, oh, yeah, right. man. So, to the normal audience, you guys pretty much know this section of the podcast. It's the fast-paced questions. I ask James some questions. If James has any questions for me, he'll ask them. So, I guess I'll start it off. Um, I ask this question to pretty much everyone. If someone gave you $100 million, would that lower your ambition level or would you still want to do more? No, no, definitely not. I'm not motivated by money necessarily. It's definitely a short-term motivation, but I want to build something and I want to build something big. Uh, you know, I, I, I love building shit, basically. Um, that and that's why I'm big into, you know, I really want to get into real estate uh, as well because that's, you know, I don't want to build necessarily the houses, but I just mm-hmm. want to build like a real estate empire. It just, it's just, I don't know. It kind of, I don't know, man. I just, I just, I just love doing. I just love building stuff, you know. <laughs> Bob the builder, right here. <laughs> I love that answer. Uh, if you have any questions <laughs> for me after I ask one, you could just ask him back. If not, I'll move on. I'll ask you another one. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, I would actually say uh, a question for you would be like, what got, mm-hmm. what, what makes you want to get into real estate? Dude. <sighs> There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff for it, but I've always I've always loved real estate. I've always had a passion for just of course, you know, huge houses and stuff, but it's just it's it's the okay, for example, like you have an apartment complex, right? It's you're giving you're providing a place for a family to live in. It's if you really think about it on a deeper level, it's pretty cool because if you own a 100, 100 unit apartment complex, 100 people, 100 families now have a place to stay because of your, your apartment complex. I mean, of course, they're still paying, but it's still like they have a roof over their head. They have a place to live because that, of the fact that you own this apartment complex. It's, it's pretty crazy. And of course, financially makes insane sense. Return on investment, 
long term, real estate always goes up. But I love real estate, man. It's crazy. Oh yeah, I think that whole aspect of uh, you know, I'd say it, you know, I'd, I'd say I can definitely relate to what you just said in terms of my team right now that I've got. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I yeah, you know, some of them basically when I hired them, they weren't in great positions, and I absolutely love the fact that. I'm actually really, really, you know, I've, I've basically changed some of their lives, right? I've just, you know, I, I don't know, man. It just makes you feel good, right? That you're that you're genuinely helping people as well, and that's why, you know, in the future when I have like a way bigger team, um, it would just, you know, I'd, I'd always, I'd always just uh, make sure that my employees are basically like super happy and. Uh, you know, I, I like to give bonuses as well. It actually, it's actually one thing that I can, you know, if you're not, if you're as a, as a business owner, not um, giving the odd bonus every now and then, if you realize somebody's working really hard, it's definitely something I can recommend because uh, I have this platform where I can see kind of how productive people are. And it's pretty interesting. When I give bonuses, they just seem to be more productive for like three months. Um, so it's actually, it's actually a little, little tip there uh, if, if, you know, anyone who's a business owner isn't doing that. Yeah. I feel like it's honestly, everything goes to a deeper level. Of course, everything makes sense financially. Like you're going to make a lot of money, but it's, it's, there's deeper meaning to everything. And yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Definitely. It's definitely, uh, you know, worth looking into, um, Mm -hmm. some of the, I'd say deeper, you know, deeper, like, like, for example, when you're hiring somebody, I would also consider going into some deeper things like um, which, you know, who who would actually as a person need to be hired the most almost. That's one thing I look at because I actually, you know, I like to, I just like to help people kind of. So I look, you know, in which position is this person in? Do they, would they, you know, because I think one of the best things you can do is, uh, you know, like I said a minute ago, hire somebody who you can actually benefit, you can actually add a lot of value to their life and it makes you feel good as well. And they add value to your business. I think it's just a two-way. It's a good thing, right? Yeah. So kind of relating to my last question on the $100 million question, uh, do you ever see, I also ask pretty much everyone the same, these two questions back to back. Do you see, do you ever see yourself content or satisfied in a sense? Um, like content with what I'm doing uh, or what do you mean? Content, content with like what you have, like at a point where it's like, all right, I'm just going to go sit back on the beach and just chill. Or would you always have that kind of strive to do more? Oh, I'm always, always like if I sit for one, I'd say if I sit for more than two days doing absolutely nothing, I just feel like crap, man. Honestly, I always need to be doing something. If that's, uh, you know, anything else that I love doing. So I absolutely love to travel and just explore and stuff like that. So if I'm doing that, then that makes me happy, right? I'm actually, I'm doing something. I'm, uh, you know, I'm being, I'd say, quote unquote, productive, but mm-hmm. uh I, I always need to, I always need to be doing something, man. But in terms of like, am I content, uh, you know, financially or whatever? Uh, I don't really look at that. I mean, I I'm always kind of content with where I am because one thing I always kind of I'm always just really thankful for the fact that I'm even alive. If you get what I mean, so that's one of the things um, that it's just it's just big. Uh, you know, if, if as soon as you kind of implement that into your life and just realize how lucky you are to even be where you are then you're always just going to be happy 
100%, bro. The fact that you woke up this morning and we're here recording this podcast is a blessing that you're still here. It's it's crazy that some people this morning didn't wake up. And if you really think about it on that level, you are you become a lot more thankful for what you have. I agree. I agree. All right. Hit me with another one, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, what got you into e-com? I've told this story a lot, and it's it's still mind it's still mind boggling. My dad actually told me about it. Oh, right, yeah, I remember that was uh, one of the first podcasts, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember uh, that now. Yeah, you also you were big into reselling and stuff. Uh, like yeah, that's how. Stuff, you? Yeah, so uh, kind of quick rundown. I'll probably miss something here and there because there's a lot of little things I did, but. Uh, guess the first real way of me making money was uh, reselling. I, I resold, and uh, after that, I started some stuff with one of my good friends. I'll probably have him hop on this podcast sooner or later. But uh, And then, yeah, I was one day coming back from school, and my dad was like, have you heard of this dropshipping thing? And it was pretty funny. My dad my dad uh, saw it on the news, and he got hit with a, with a YouTube ad. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> And uh, we were on the way home, and he was like, have you ever heard of it? And I was like, no, I haven't. And from then, I just went, and I learned And from there. It's pretty crazy how that happened, because I know a lot of people's parents are uh, not necessarily supporting them. And, you know, you go through those stages, of course, but it's it was pretty funny how my dad brought it up to me. And, yeah, I always, I always found that pretty funny. Like, my dad told me about this. <laughs> that is crazy man i've never heard uh, i've never really i mean a lot of the time um you hear that uh a lot of people they just aren't supported at all by their family when getting into this but i find it really good that your you know your dad especially uh kind of motivated you and got you into ecom i think that's pretty cool yeah my dad my dad supports me a lot man but he's you know of course still wants you to stay in school which i'm still planning on staying in school uh definitely want to finish I'm still, I'm still pursuing. I still want to become a doctor, man. I love helping people, but hey, oh, if anything, pretty good. yeah, man. If anything changes, bro, you know, sometimes in life, one split, one split decision, one split event can change the outcome of your life. So you got to stay the course, man. I'm staying the course, and if uh, if anything, if anything major happens, man, if I'm the next Mark Zuckerberg or something, <laughs> uh, change of events for sure, man. But uh, I definitely have some plans and. I'm very grateful for my father. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's it's definitely. I, I think it's quite it's quite interesting because a lot of people, you know, they're getting into uh, ecom and all of that. Um, they they kind of want to, you know, build build companies, whatever. Uh, and you want to be a doctor. I mean, uh, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, man. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how I like it. Maybe I hop into medical school, and I'm completely, I'm completely uh, rejected by the fact. But I'm, I'm pretty sure, ninety nine point nine percent sure, I'm gonna follow through with it. Unless, you know, of course, maybe I make a hundred million in a in a year or something like that. Crazy, but you always gotta, you always gotta keep your options open. And I feel like uh, that's a big thing for me, keeping uh, my doors open. I love having just, just, I feel like leaving all options open on the table is a great thing. I feel a lot of people, especially in uh, entrepreneurial space, especially e-commerce space, uh, they'll find e-commerce and there's nothing wrong with it. But uh, if 
my point of view and my my take on everything is we'll jump completely into e-commerce head forward, which you have to because you have to commit to everything you want to do. But a lot of people just want to close out all the other options. And for me, that's not necessarily the case. I'd love to have uh, different options open, not necessarily as a backup plan, but just if my plan changes, like if all of a sudden this isn't what I want to do anymore, if it doesn't fulfill me anymore, and I just want to jump into something else, I have that option. And that's kind of why, you know, I'm still still staying the course with school. I'm just, I'm, I have all these option opens. I love trying new things. Uh, just having an, just in what's the word for it, man? <laughs> just having all these options open for uh, whatever you want to jump into, man. If It's a big thing for me. I love, uh, I love trying different things, maybe day trading. I don't know. Can real estate invest in real estate agent you know e-commerce brand builder doctor it's like i could do whatever i want and when you really sit back and you really really when you really think to yourself that the world is yours and i know that's uh i know it's kind of a not really a cliche saying but i know it's told a lot uh but when you really sit back and you really think the world is yours the world is what you make it and you could do anything. It's just like you could be an e-commerce entrepreneur. You could be a day trader and you could do all of these. Like you could just switch. And that's what I honestly, I love about life, man. It's like, if you really sit back, it it really just makes you, puts a smile on your face that you could do anything you want at any time. And I love it, man. I don't know. I kind of went on a little ramble right there, but no, I couldn't cool. agree more. Than... Look at it. Yeah, man. I think it's also, I also like to, I'm really open. I'm just an open person in general. Right? I love to meet new people, have new experiences, go to new places. And I'm really open to try new things all the time. Um, so I, I, I definitely like, my plan is basically as well. Uh, first of all, I just want to make some uh, you know, money and save up for, for uh, I want to I want to at some point just take six months and travel the world basically, and I think the well, amount man. of new experiences and uh, you know people you'll meet I think it's just invaluable. And if you think about the fact that uh, you know the world's constantly changing, you know anything could happen at any point uh, where life would never be the same again, right? You know, you just gotta you just gotta take those opportunities. If there's anything you want to do, you just gotta go for it, man. Yeah, and I was I was actually last night I was watching uh, the new Scott Helsey podcast with Alex Morales, Alex CEO, the the owner of Cool Kick or not Cool Kicks, uh, Cookies and Cookies and Kicks. And, oh yeah. Um, it was it's kind of crazy because, in a split decision can change your life. Everything that you have done to this point leading up affects where you are. If that makes sense, it's like as Scott described it, that one left turn you made on the street this morning. If you would have made that right, you could have ended up dead. You could have. It's it's crazy how the world works. But back to the story on Alex, cool guy. I'm definitely gonna DM him. Dope dude. But uh, he was, uh, if I remember the story correctly, he was just he was reselling, and his friend was like, "Yo, let's go open a store." And that split decision of him saying yes and going to open the store changed his whole uh, his whole outcome on life. And it's it's crazy when you really sit back and you just see all the options you have, man. And nothing is nothing is really permanent because you could always change. And a, one decision that you make, man, 
can uh, just changes the entire outcome of where you will become. I agree, man. It's uh, what do you call it? There's there's kind of a there's a name for it, right? I think it's um, the, the butterfly, butterfly effect. effect, butterfly right? effect. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's some people they kind of believe there's there's two beliefs here, right? Some people they believe that life is already planned out for them the way you know everything's kind of planned out to happen in a certain way and then there's the people who just believe that um you know basically things happen for a reason and um uh you know there's uh, then then there's the people they believe that life is you know precisely what you make it to be so you have the choice rather than that life is planned for you like what which which side are you in 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 that spectrum uh honestly man it's kind of a it's a mix between two because i do believe everything happens for a reason uh it, it kind of interwines with the butterfly effect in a in a sense for me because maybe that one left that i that i made this morning man uh maybe it was meant to be that i made that left because if i would have made that right would have ended up dead you know what I, and it's i feel like the butterfly effect and everything happens for a reason kind of interwines but I do agree with um, the butterfly effect of, you know, you have to put in the effort. It's not like you're going to sit on your couch watching Netflix and eating pizza all day and expecting, oh, well, you know, I'm a bum for a reason, you know, like, oh, the universe didn't uh, yeah. bless me with becoming a multimillionaire. No, but uh, I, I, do, I do mix between the two. I believe everything happens for a reason, but I do believe you have to put forward the, the steps and the... I guess the action to see the results and yeah, it's, it's crazy how the world works, man. It really is. If you really step back and look at it, it's it kind of gives you, it gives you goosebumps for sure, man. It's crazy. We're recording this on Halloween too. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, pretty crazy. You are uh, going out tonight to, to do some partying or something. It's not even possible right now in, in, in the US Dude, or, uh, where you are. I don't, I don't think so. I don't have anything planned, man. I'm probably just going to sit Turn off, uh, yeah, turn yeah. off the lights, man, and get to working. But <laughs> yeah, same here, same here. Uh, everyone else is, you know, everyone else is uh, pretty much out partying and stuff. I think. I wonder if uh, that's probably... possible, man, this year. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm really intrigued. Uh, the end of 2021, depending on when you're watching this podcast, right? Uh, not the end of 2021, right? But the end of 2020, uh, so on the 31st of December. You know what it's going to be like, right? Because, uh, I mean, for me, this year has been a blessing. For me, this has been, honestly, probably one of my favorite years, you know, COVID aside. Um, I've still had my fun. I've still, I've still just had an incredible year. And, uh, but, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people genuinely despise 2020. And I think there's going to be a lot of celebrations on the 31st, uh, you know. To, to, yeah, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely wonder how the rest of the year is going to play out, man. Uh, a lot of big holidays, a lot of big events coming up, but it's going to be crazy, man. I definitely would like to see when is this thing going to like. Wonder, I don't think we're ever going to go back to normal because I feel like the new. I feel like normal is an uh, an ever evolving subject, an ever evolving topic. I don't think we'll ever go back to the old days, but uh, I wonder how. I wonder how life's going to play out, man. I really do. I wonder how you know going to parties is going to play out. I wonder how, you know, I don't know, eating in restaurants again. I wonder how, I actually did travel uh, this past summer. I went to Cancun. It was fine. It oh, was, I mean, it was completely nice, empty. Yeah. 
dude, the whole the whole resort was empty. I think I talked about this on a previous one, but bro, it was like twenty five percent occupancy rate out of a out of a hundred, and there was like maybe three percent out of the twenty five was actually there. It oh, was crazy, and it was a lot of it. It was a lot of a. It was a, leading up to it. It was a lot of like, oh, you can't travel, you can't do this, you can't do that, and it was crazy to see how everything plans out. And I don't really have anything to say on that, but it was. Uh, I would. I definitely want to see how this uh, this new normal is gonna is gonna play out, man. I definitely do. Yeah. With the new teleworking, everyone's working online. I wonder how real estate's gonna pan out because. Everyone in LA is moving out because they no longer have to be in LA and pay that that high of a price for cost of living because they can work online. They could go live in, you know, sixty miles out in a in a little small town and not worry about it. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be weird, man. How how everything plays out. It's definitely gonna be it's a life changing year for sure. It's gonna be crazy how uh, people in the past are gonna learn about it uh, in their in their history classes, but. Yeah, that was definitely mind-boggling. Uh, that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real, for real. I think we're we're kind of um, another kind of aspect. We're we're in charge of obviously our own future. So um, let's you know, uh, well you know, let's let's make it absolutely lit <laughs> for real. Like um, if you kind yeah, of it's... if you kind of yeah if, if you just look in like sixty years. Um, yeah, if you just think about what would be in the history books and stuff like that, right? Um, I think I, can't I think, imagine it, bro. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's gonna be pretty crazy, but I'm gonna let's let's just make sure that. Dude, you know what's good. even crazier? <laughs> you know what's even crazier? We're not even done with the year, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be yeah, wild yeah. to see how everything plans out. If you got if you got one more question for me, man, and we'll end it off. This is this has been a great podcast. We're at an hour and ten right now. Crazy. Yeah, man. Uh, it's been it's been a very good podcast. My first podcast as well, so <laughs> pretty uh, pretty good. And as I um, say, we'll always do a follow up one. Yeah, for sure, man. Let's see let's see where we're at in about a year. It'll be pretty interesting. Hundred percent, bro. I've seen some people that I've done the podcast with that are doing insane things now. And it's it's crazy to see the evolution, but back to you. My bad for cutting you off. Oh yeah, uh, no problem, man. Um, just trying to think of a question right now. To be fair, <laughs> uh, I think, <laughs> I, good, think I was. Uh, <laughs> I always pop out. Yeah, with <laughs> I always pop out with these things. <laughs> I feel like people are starting to kind of catch on to it, but I kind of like to make it random to see what's on the top of their head. The most random question, bro. If it's if it's a deep question, I don't I don't really care, man. Just hit me with it. I'll try to answer it to the best of my ability. <laughs> uh, what's the most what's the most important aspect uh, you would say of building an e-commerce business for um for, I would say for beginners, because I assume there's gonna be also a lot of beginners uh, who's, who are watching this podcast. My bad, bro, you cut out. I, I can really hear you. Oh damn! Okay. What would you say? Yeah, yeah. What's what's the most important aspect? Would you say of building your e-commerce business? What what would you say has brought you the most success? It's cliche, man, but persistency, big one. 
Uh, oh yeah. I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people lost a hundred bucks in ads, and they're just like, "I'm done." <laughs> but persistency is a big one, man. Master marketing. Marketing's not only important for e-commerce and commerce in general. It's important for every aspect. Whether you want to, whether you do want to open your own uh, retail store, whether you want to open, you, you know. Even like back to the doctor, if you want to open your own medical clinic and you want to advertise it to people, if you want to be a dentist, if you want to, honestly, if you want to have a mechanic shop, if you want like RDB Master Marketing, RDB LA, great shop in LA, man. I love their YouTube videos, but marketing is a big one because I feel marketing is a universal topic for anything that you do. It's not necessarily just for e-commerce, but it is big in commerce, but yeah, man. Marketing and persistency. Master persistency first, because if you master persistency, anything that you want will come. It's a matter of time. Shout out to my boy Will. Will Monahan did a podcast with him. He he talked about this. Uh, it already happened. You're just catching up. So if you stick the course, stick the persistency. Anything, anything that you want, anything that you have dreamed of, it already happened, man. It's just a matter of time. I completely agree. I I would also say. Uh, what the number one thing that actually helped me to get to success uh, in online business and e-commerce, you know, it was just the fact that I always had in my mind, if if I never give up, it, I'm literally it's impossible to fail, right? If you just have that in your head every day, then it, it's impossible to fail, right? I mean, <laughs> it really is, man. It's just a matter of time. If you really just step back and look at life, like a lot of people try to accomplish stuff extremely quickly and you know, of course, you got to stick the course, work hard at it. But uh, a lot of people, they'll be like, all right, I'm going to run some stores in a, in a month. If I'm not making six figures, I'm done. You know, and it's like, yeah, man, you just got to step back and look at the bigger picture. It's like, dude, you could do it. it just takes time. Persistency, 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 kind of like in real estate, location, location, location. In business, uh, yeah. in the business world, man, it's pers- persistency, persistency, persistency. Not only in business, in anything you do, man. It doesn't matter. If you're trying to land a kickflip on a skateboard, persistency, 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 it will happen. Anything that you want, stick to course, run it up, man. That's, that's basically all I got to say, man. I'm with you on that one. It's definitely very cliche, but it's the key. 100%, bro. Yeah, dude, I... Thank you for joining me. Uh, this was an hour and 15 podcast. This, I think this, this is long. Maybe this could be the longest one. I don't know. It's up there for sure. Uh, dude, great podcast, man. Uh, we really, really got into some deep topics, went over your story, and we just kind of went from there, and we started rambling on. And Dude, I appreciate you for hopping on with me, man. We'll definitely do a follow-up one in a year, and we'll see, we'll see how 100%. far you came, man. Well. 100%. Yeah, that would uh, be good. Uh, it would definitely yeah. be interesting to look back, right? <laughs> 100%, bro. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Journey to the Hills. I'm your host, Sean Moore, and I'll catch you all in the next one. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Journey to the Hills. New episodes weekly. See you next time.